in a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 169. I'm John. That is Chris Pizza Pizza Bear Coleman. I'm me. You're you. We're us. Uh, and there's uh, a lot of stuff to talk about this week. We didn't do a show last week. We kind of went on a little bit of a vacation. Hyenas. Yeah. As they call it. <laughs> um, this is the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information, stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews. And I mean, lately, this has been the show where you can watch the hosts slowly fall apart. <laughs> I've been losing. I don't know what's been it's going great. on in my it, life. It's trans. It transitions. I mean, <laughs> God, there. It's just crazy that yeah, they can't really watch us because this is more of an audio thing, John. But um, thank God you can listen to our lives fall apart. One, well, luckily, one at a time though. Like when it's usually me falling apart. Um, and I've been, you know, I it's the 2021. The power has shifted, and uh, I'm in a good. Really, I'm in. The, I'm pretty happy. This has been a weird, happy three, four weeks, and uh, and yeah, and you're. Shit's falling apart, well, bro. I mean, I'm sorry for you. Since uh, my car accident, it hasn't Welcome been. Welcome to my world. It hasn't been. I like, once knew a weird guy that sang a song called that. <laughs> he would like, shut up about oh, it. Oh, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> don't even, because then uh, then it's going to make me feel worse oh, than I no, already that's do. Fine. No, no, we'll just, <laughs> just power through. The, uh, I, um, no, because things haven't been really getting that much worse since the, the car accident that I got into, but it's like. When I had so much shit in my car, you remember that, like <laughs> yeah. all the stuff. I, I knew that'd be the only way to clean it out. Was so, either catch on fire or wreck it. <laughs> when I so when I had to like get all that stuff out of there, you didn't even a, get it all out. I, How much trash are you leaving them? I, oh, I left a lot of trash. <laughs> I knew it. That's for sure. Like <laughs> literal, literal, like confetti paper and like tissue paper and stuff. Weird. It, and like McDonald's bags, probably. And oh, absolutely. Some and drink bottles. Oh, maybe a beer can. Or I thing. think an old PlayStation game or two. Wow. was in there. I put it to the gods. A, a set of golf clubs. Believe it or not, I left a whole set of golf clubs. They were just old. Jeez. They were older. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Back from whence it came. Yeah. Back to the earth you go, <laughs> minerals. A lawn chair, a few jackets <laughs> I left in there. Wow, okay. But the stuff I did get out was in a bunch of different bags, and I still ha- I still haven't organized it. So like, like <laughs> It's even, just a bag fest. Like in this bag where I have some of our equipment and yeah. like the computers and stuff, <laughs> uh-huh. I have like, the, if you open it up right now, there's clothes in here. Oh my and God. I think there's you like can't wear those ever. A socket set. I mean, you stuff. can wear them, but you have to wash them heavily because that's the cat piss bag. Oh no, that's, you're right. Yeah, dude. And dude, see, John can't really smell it. <laughs> I know, I can't still confirm. Still with your no smelling. Dude, I read something interesting. Hang on. I took a screenshot because it wouldn't, for some reason, wouldn't let me open the article. So, But really, the the headline was what really grabbed me. Hang on. Let me look this up really quick, John. I wanted to, this was really interesting. Yeah. I was, I, I mean, it sounds like I'm making an excuse for my disorganization. Even on the way over here, I forgot something and had to go back <laughs> when I was like most of the way over here. Yep. And you told me, and I was like, of course. It's so aggravating. <laughs> oh my God. I, I mean, See, I, I'm a planner. So like, I like, if, if I was going to, you know, I, I would like have 
packed everything last night or at least gotten up today and been like, all right, make sure I have everything. I would have checked it twice and blah, blah, blah. You know, much like Santa Claus. I make a list. I check it twice. Yeah, it's not blah, blah, blah. It's ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. So, you know, like it's just we're, we're, we're creatures of a different beasthood yeah Is that even that's not even a thing no nah, i don't know it's not like we're cut from a different cloth e- oh there we go saved it cut e- that first dumb shit out <laughs> <laughs> even when i lose something it's never that like i remember what i did with it i can't like go back and be like oh yeah i remember doing that it's it's what would i do with it it's, it's I, I never uh, remember yeah. what if I, did I was a, if I was an SD card where would I be <laughs> no not like floating that. around the either of the commission <laughs> beer chamber yeah. never to be found again no because literally when I went to go look for it I sat back down on the couch just how I was I like it and I was like what? and you looked in the drawers yeah and you, like felt in the cushions I was like you what find a bunch of change would I have done a little bit awesome I think it was mine cool I I found, probably I found, dude I found my show notes even are you what you left sh- them there that show oh that would have been a good you should have left it that would have been a good little Easter egg for somebody they just would have seen the ramblings of a madman a tiny <laughs> scribbled left-handed beautifully handwritten tiny worded man nonsensical like if there's no way they can make sense of it because sometimes yeah, no, i can't no because it's just like it's not yeah it's tiny t- tiny little non sequiturs like your show notes here if too much time goes in between like when i wrote it down and when i look at it next so yeah, then yeah. it's like i'm looking at a different person <laughs> i'm like i did what i didn't do this well <laughs> they say that a lot like uh like people that like write stuff or like, and i hear a lot of creative types say like they'll wake up in the middle of the night and they have a notepad by their bed like if they come a lot of times they get ideas while they dream or whatever which is a weird tie-in and totally ironic that that came up but um and they'll write little notes and then i hear sometimes they'll wake up the next day or they'll be out like drinking and they think of something and they'll write a little note or put it on their notepad and their phone and they wake up the next day and they're like what does car horn abortion mean what the <laughs> fuck like what do these yeah. two things have to do with it where was the joke or the point of what i was coming across they, they have no i'm idea. saying because you think you are your mind is going to connect the words in between or like you're you just be like oh yeah i'll just write this down and i'll know from those few words that i meant this this and that and that's not always the case but yeah and you said like your dreams and that's we have a tuttle's 10 this week he he's back doing another 10 minutes yeah we got tuttle back uh that's like about dreams and nightmares right dreams and nightmares that was was the topic topic this week so yeah we got that um in the first half you know obviously and then we'll go to break we'll come back from break and uh get into i watched a cool documentary as suggested by a listener shout out to jim thanks buddy i finally am going to review this one it was really good and uh then we're going to hit digis and bpos yeah 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 just yeah. The, as we always wrap up the show yep and uh yeah what did you end up doing because i know like i mean i i went ended up going to the beach which was like a normal fine time right near the I beach just, i just haven't gone in oh, a, you know I, I haven't gone in a long time and it was one of those windy days Oh, yeah. And uh, it was a little cold, so getting in the water kind of... Oh, dude, yeah. No, I was just over at the beach, I think, the day before you were over there, actually. Um, we, oh, you went to the beach, too? Yeah, well, I saw the fam in Daytona, and uh, I had friend, you know, uh, friends in town from Nashville, and you know, old family friends, and so they wanted to see my mom. I hadn't seen my mom in like 25 years. So we did a little reunion, and uh, afterwards, uh, we went and checked out the lighthouse over there. It was cool. Uh, walked 203 steps each way. 203 up, 203 down. Got some really cool pictures up there. Oh, I was going to say, side to side, you guys counted. (laughs) No, no, no. The steps up and the steps down. We didn't even have to count. Thank God that you come in and they give you a five-minute spiel and everything. I was like, okay, enough. When can we walk up the goddamn lighthouse? I I would prefer it that way. Like, tell me. I do. No, I do. You want to know? I like, I do. I enjoy history of stuff like that. So it was cool. But after a while, it was like, okay. Like, she was showing me the map and showing me what everything. I'm like, I can fucking read. Just give me the map and tell me the history. Bye. She was like a trainee. (laughs) It was was kind of annoying. But anyway, it was cool. It was a great time. And uh, so afterwards, we went and ate on the beach at uh, at the ocean deck. 
which is where the first ever Pinewood Derby took place. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's when I got fired from one of my jobs. I remember <laughs> I like now. how that all ties in. Yeah, it was my birthday. And they, uh, were yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, they were giving me shit for taking off. And I was like, you know what? I don't need this shit. And he insulted right. me by comparing me to his kids. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's I compare. Remember. Yeah, and you said some shit that oh, would get you fired. <laughs> I got mean. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, it, it, so we went and ate there and we went out on the sand. And I was like, no, there was no way. I was like wearing a jacket and shit. I was like, I'm not. No, I didn't take my shoes off. Like, I'm not going to get in the water. But my friends from Nashville went and checked it out and got like ankle deep in the water. I mean, it wasn't bad one. They said it was cold. You get used to it, though. After, there were like, some kids on the beach there swimming. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I went in a little bit. That's just because we took dogs with us and the dogs kind of like the water a little bit and, oh, the, and sure. the waves were you know so tripping you them out where what beach did you go where dogs are uh flagler oh flagler you went way up there Is that's that, a long drive and an hour but that's a cool ass beach bro that's the beach i used to that's the beach i kind of grew up on in the summers my grandparents lived there well did you see the pier yeah well yeah, so it was a flagler little, beach or flagler pier on the building yeah it was I a little down that. from us but yeah yeah. yeah 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 but you can see it for miles it's they, really uh, cool man no i mean the, that's the beauty about living in central florida is like really you can go to, it's not that much further than Daytona. Yeah, there's a lot of different directions you can go in and hit a beach an hour away or, or well, less. Well, no, really east or west, but <laughs> those only, are the only, only directions you can go. If you go north or south, it'll take a while to hit a beach. North, yeah. It's north south, for yeah. a really long time. <laughs> Just don't even try it. <laughs> yeah. I uh, No, yeah, but going to the beach was fun, especially since it was something. I wanted the jet ski. We were talking about seriously wanted, trying to do that. I wanted a parasail. Uh, I was over at Daytona. But it was just like, it was a little too cold out there. I mean, and with, it was mainly the wind, but when the wind is kicking up and the waves are going crazy, right. y- you know, you tend to not really, I don't know. It was a bad day to go. Fu- yeah, it's just, for me, it was the super cold. There's no way. Out. But I love riding jet skis on the ocean. That shit is fun. It's yeah. rough, but it's fun. And when we took our week off, the the stock market... Have you seen the stock market? It has been going crazy. Yeah, that's why we took a week off, because I was like, we don't need this shit anymore, John. We're millionaires. <laughs> yeah. I put all my money into Dog Ecoin. Yeah, Dog Ecoin. <laughs> dog Ecoin. That's what your boss told me. That's what it was called. <laughs> yeah, that was because that was one of them. Dogecoin was one. Dogecoin. And then it was, uh, they were, people were talking about AMC. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. AMC and GameStop. GameStop, yeah. yeah. That yep. one, because that one, I think. They're calling it GameStunk. Went to almost 500 or something. Did it really? Yeah. That was a so that was a crazy story and it had me confused for a while. I was like, "What happened? What's going on?" And then I heard a lot of people break it down in some very like commonsensical ways that made that totally made sense to me. It's still kind of for me hard to wrap my head around because like I they were explaining like the hedge funds and how they take other people's investments and kind of secure other accounts with their investments, you know. And yeah, well, and in this case, they're doing what they're calling short selling, which is like spreading. They're not really spreading lies, really, or rumors about a company like GameStop or AMC, both of which are kind of failing right now, especially GameStop with now downloadable games, obviously. It's becoming like the blockbuster of games. You know what I mean? Well, nobody, you go in there nobody with really your... buys hard copies anymore. You can just digital copy everything now, right? Yeah, well, and they were the ones that fucked up because if they would have just added some value to the hard copies, like if you if you went in there and, they, and told you this game is worth seven bucks and I'll take it off your hands, then it's worth it. But they'll offer you fucking 12 cents. Oh, they don't offer game. you shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that doesn't help them either. But so anyway, their their business model was failing, as was AMC in the fact that they're a theater and there's no fucking movies right now. So these hedge funds have been short selling, which is pretty much like talking down, spreading, you know, spreading. In this case, like I said, truth that the the businesses are failing, and it makes people dump money out of that business and when that business is not making any money and also doesn't have anybody dumping money into it in stocks its stock is worth nothing so these redditors these smart ass investing redditors on this subreddit group because it takes an army 
yes, decided to arm up as a group and say, let's, it was more of a, it's less of a, it was the, the theory behind it was less of a get rich quick. They weren't looking to make a bunch of money. They were looking to fuck these hedge funds over. And that's what they did. And it's like, well, because the hedge fund shit is shady. It is shady. It's it's accounts that are usually kept private by the government. They they don't tell you that, obviously. But like the government's going to wind up bailing a lot of these motherfuckers out like they did at the financial collapse in 2008. Yeah, because most of those accounts are very, very private or secret. You know, and, absolutely, and, they, and it's tied up in offshore accounts and shit. Yeah. where they're not having to pay taxes so you, on it. You want to keep it's it under shady. wraps. Yeah. And I'm glad somebody, you know, or there's ways to combat. It stuff was cool. Like it was that. a very Matrix or very, you know, Rebel Rebellion type <laughs> guerrilla type shit. There was a joke going around where it was like, uh, uh, oh, you know, we're we're kind of screwing over these, uh, you know, pretty rich people, uh, you know, while doing this, this scheme. Uh, well, we should we should give them six hundred dollars. <laughs> and that'll oh, nice, make everything better. Nice. <laughs> and then we'll argue if we're going to give them fourteen hundred more or not. I don't know. I know. We'll let you know. We'll let you know, guys. <laughs> I thought that that was funny. Enjoy yeah. not working. Just kidding. They still have. You know, some of these guys were one of these guys, and specifically was like, "Oh, I took a you know, I took a four billion dollar or two billion dollar hit or whatever. His net worth after that is still like sixteen billion. I mean, so that's a quarter of his money, but still." <laughs> It's still sixteen billion. You're all right. Get the fuck out of here, right? He's still in the process of building this giant fucking two two property piece a mansion, and he's complaining about it. Well, construction still goes on. The uh, the Robin Hood app. That's like the, one of the big trading ones for stock. Absolutely. And, uh, they like sent out like emails to practically everybody saying like, I, oh, we kind of stopped transactions. Because I, I have the app and I never put any money into it, but I did download the app because of the penny stock aspect. That's kind of where they blew up. But in this case, people were t- trying to use it to day trade. And I guess you you can't. Robinhood shut that down and wasn't letting people like day trade. But but these hedge funds still could. So that was why they ended up like shutting it all down altogether. Yeah. Well, and then like, but they're still, I think, facing some legal lash. I, I think a lot of those apps, though, like the stock trading ones, they have like these terms and agreements that people don't really look at. Yeah. Always disagree through that shit. Yeah. And then like, but there's stuff in there usually that like says that they can do that or kind of manipulate your account however they want to. If they want to, you know, you maybe they can even like take away and not give you any of your money that you oh, put uh, into the app yeah if you agree to it right and then you sign your who knows rights away yeah that's, that's how the human centipede happened that's a, what, what apple's user agreements people were yeah oh is that real yeah on south park the, i was gonna say human centipede <laughs> yeah the human shit. centipede after that came out they then i got came that. out with a show that, yeah that made the joke that people signing through other and they're like you don't read the fine print and then they scroll through and it's like you will agree to have your mouth sewn to another person's asshole and then someone's mouth sewn to your asshole and you know like it goes through the whole i thing. started picturing it in my head yeah and i was like oh, totally makes sense that's all i was thinking <laughs> about <laughs> oh randy marsh man it was hard for him to get sewn together with his giant balls <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Ooh, uh, deep do, cut. do we have anything else else we want to get to we had I, I wanted before. to read this quickly we were talking about um your smelling your scent your sense amelia no, but your anosmia yeah. or whatever we're calling the, it right uh the, some food has turned into like a gasoline well, sort it's of funny smell. you said that okay this is what so this is the headline i saw and i just wanted to read this little blurb here it says uh one of covid inside one of covid 19's most baffling sy- symptoms short-term loss of smell is a common sign of the virus but some patients are experiencing the quote living nightmare of scents that are all scrambled up Coffee that stinks like burning tires, chocolate that reeks of dog waste, and worse, and it's not going away. Yeah, see? And okay, so it's not just me. I wouldn't let me read the article. Yeah, no. So, But you just have that hot food you say smells like gasoline. I don't know if it's hot food or fried food. It might be fried. Oh, is that? Yeah, okay. I think it's, yeah. At first you were saying hot, but then you were saying fried. And I was thinking maybe it's just the oil, the cooked oil. Yeah, because yeah. it, well, it's just mostly what I eat is fried. 
So right now it's hard for me to distinct. Of the course, two. every time you, yeah. Now when you want more food, you just go. Dame mas gasolina. <laughs> yeah, I, I need I need like hot carrots or something. Gross. Then I'll the know. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, so boiled th- carrots. Something not fried but hot, so that I can tell like if it's if it's gasolina. <laughs> Then I'll you or know, not be like oh no never um, again. So but yeah I just so that's the only real thing though. But you can smell you say some super strong things like incense. Well the Rockies incense yeah we 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 know that but no, nothing else you no. haven't really no like it, it, you haven't smelled any septic or anything gross while you're like doing digging in yards. Nope. And, damn. Nope. That's it a, is that's not. A, that's a plus for you, but. It yeah. really is. Dude, I've been farting crazy and then to not have to deal with it cuz like I obviously like sometimes when you fart you kind of can like feel the temperature of it going out and there and there'll be hot ones. Oh yeah, the and hot I, one it feels like a turd sometimes so in your I, pants. I and know. You're like, Did I shit my pants and you nope, that's just hot the hot air turd. <laughs> yeah. That's the, weird. You will, you almost like because the temperature is so hot, you almost feel the air moving like around the turd <laughs> and then it goes, you know, yeah. goes a little weird. bit a little bit weird. left, a little bit right <laughs> and then it goes poop straight out and like I can tell by the It's temp- like loop. <laughs> Shooting into the hole in the death <laughs> stand. I get. T- I used to want oh, fucking what? Oh yeah, street I used rats to, at the damn it at w- the dock. Or whatever. Used to knock womp rats at yeah, the dock. <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. Damn it. Uh, with my T four. With my T fourteen. Or damn it, I can't ever remember that quote. I've read it so many times. Uh, I mean, you have to be a super nerd to remember that. I, I mean, I love Star Wars as much as the next guy, but there's no way that I'm I gonna would. commit it to memory. I'm gonna tattoo it on my arm. Yeah, you're a dork. <laughs> I went to a tattoo shop the other day. Um, Sam was getting a tattoo uh it was What'd her she get? um it was her mom's birthday on the second okay and so uh that day she went in there and she got like the roman numerals of her birth and death okay date. okay um and it looked really cool I yeah mean, roman numerals are cool yeah are cool they're cruel it's cruel how they tattoo them on your body but yeah no a lot of chicks get those and uh they, they look sexy on chicks most times yeah right? i was sitting there in like this room kind of just waiting for them to finish up or whatever i was watching the tax collector with shia labeouf it, I mean, it was a whatever. It was I an okay movie. I think I've seen that. Okay. It was a weird one. It Old was Shia. A, a action movie and definitely new. Um, but they had it like one, like one of their walls was literally just like a white wall. And then I didn't realize there, I was the only one there. So I was just like sitting in the room at first. But then she shut off the lights and put on this projector and was like, oh, watch a movie or something while you're waiting. And the whole wall was the movie. It was fucking sick. Oh, I want one of those cool. projectors now. That's cool. It was insane. I don't know how I don't know. There's no way that they're that expensive. No, right? people do that. People are getting projectors now. I'm going to see. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, I've seen I see it a lot. Like a lot of college kids do it. I remember the first time I saw a projector in the 80s dude and dude was playing super mario brothers on it and i was like amazed it was this whole wall like that yeah and mario was like three or four inches tall it was you just have to crazy. make you have to make sure that it's like really really dark though you know? right, right i mean if the lighting's not right then you're screwed see okay wow no there's no way they that go that from one's... really cheap to really expensive yeah there's one like 4k laser home projector thing that's like thirty five thousand dollars what no that's like a Home theater shit, dude. Yeah, but then they have another one. <laughs> and then this one's literally the name, home theater. It says, home theater, original portable mini projector, 60 bucks. Portable mini? Yeah, that's shitty. But but 60 you, bucks. I'm saying the range is between 35K and 60. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not so, one. I mean, you know, there's something. You can find something in your range, guys. I know. Oh, my God. Just look it up on Amazon. That's uh, that's some shit, isn't it? Um, okay, so should we get into um, the dreams and nightmares of no, Tuttle? No, we should talk more about Amazon lists. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into Tuttle's shit. Let's okay. do that. Let's, uh, let's turn it over to Tuttle for his 10 minutes about dreams and nightmares. Tuttle's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of 22 Informing, its host, guests, sponsors, or affiliates. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's ten minutes with Tuttle. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Tuttle's Ten. Just want to thank the guys from Funny to Informing for having me on again. Make sure you check out my podcast, The Tuttle Daily Podcast. It can be found on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio app, uh, I to every single place. Plus, now I'm doing a live stream on my YouTube channel every night at 7. Just go to YouTube.com slash Tuttle. Now, the guys wanted me to talk about dreams and nightmares. and We've all had that little thing like right before you're about to go to sleep and it feels like somebody punches you in the face or it jolts you awake. Yeah, that's your body. Not a lot of people know this. Like you get so relaxed, you're not breathing enough to be able to get the oxygen that your body needs. And it's kind of like its own little like paddles that you see in the H or the ER. You know, they, they shock you and they wake you up. Uh, and also another thing about dreams, everybody's always wondered why you can never run fast or punch hard. Uh, that is because your body kind of has like an emergency break while you're sleeping. Because if you acted out with all the things that you were dreaming, you could either hurt yourself or hurt the person that you're sleeping in bed with. So that is why you can't run or punch fast or punch hard in your dreams. You know what? That shit drives me crazy because I know exactly what he's talking about. I do not. It re- Are you serious? I've never, I don't remember ever punching in a dream. There I've never had a fight dream. Either that or you don't remember that or, you yeah, had yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember a lot of my dreams anyway, but uh, Dude, yeah. It is, and I don't remember running either. It's so aggravating. Yeah. Oh, you I never ran from anything in your dreams? I mean, I'm sure I have, right? That's part of what dreams are. The scary ones, the nightmares. I mean, I can't even say you Which, run. by the way, this segment is a fucking nightmare, Tuttle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing it to us. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I, 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 running is so annoying because it, you, I cannot, you're not even running. You're like trying to walk it's almost like you're going through like, it's like quicks- jello quicksand or something like you're in water yeah or jello yeah like an um, oil oh my oil. god well, hopefully it's not hot oil it smells like gasolina no but uh <laughs> it's like the kinky oil like <laughs> oh okay. all my dreams it, are- uh, it tastes it, it tastes like john doesn't know he can't taste either it's, it's super sexy <laughs> i have super sexy dreams <laughs> um but okay good for you but um how often do you dream quickly uh not that often well because one reason i don't remember a lot of my dreams is because i it's because of pot mostly i, yeah. I looked it up while we were kind of pre-showing and talking about this and uh yeah it definitely there's some science to back it up it I, you know i'm not going to get into the boring parts of it but yeah there's definitely it says that it like it slows down your like your remembering of dreams. I think they're still happening. Yeah, oh yeah, because it's not that you don't have any. Right, you just you yeah. don't recall them or whatever. You're kind of it's in a different. Yeah, that part of the brain is like shut off or whatever. Yeah, if you do high. have dreams, because I know you've been having them a little more. Yeah. So like lately. Yeah, I had a weird you, ostrich dream. Just like if you oh, are weird aware that you're in a dream, because I never am. I'm never aware okay. that I'm in a dream. I am I, sometimes. Okay, and that's another. Well, that's one of my favorite things to do is. If I if I do remember my dreams, it, it turns out it's usually when I'm about to wake up. So it's like early morning hours, you know, and I'll like and it, it won't be like when I'm in the dead middle of my sleep, but it's early morning hours right before I have to wake up 
and I will wake up from the dream and be like, it'll be like a good dream. Something cool is happening. Like, and I want to like, I want to see how the story plays out. Right. And I'll like close my eyes and force myself back to sleep and I can fall back into the dream. I've done that three or four times before. See, that like, is in the crazy. same time and finished off a dream. No, and it, those are the coolest fucking shows I've ever seen. If you, but I can't, and I wake up and I remember, and that's when I should be writing all this shit down like immediately, but I never do. And I'm like, Oh, why would I forget? It was such a crazy dream, but it it's might, so crazy. You it, don't, you don't remember, but it might not even make sense later on. So no, what's it the point? It didn't make sense when I'm in bed <laughs> trying to recall everything. Yeah. I'm what happened? You, the next time, if, if you are aware of it, try to try to swing at something or go for a run in your dream. Okay. It's fucking Sometimes annoying, I think dude. I am running in those dreams. It, I don't know. It slows you down so anyway, much, but that, I mean, man, we can talk about that forever. That's a crazy explanation though, for why, why that happens. But right? uh, let's let emergency let him, break for <laughs> your body. We'll let them continue. Greetings and welcome. I wanted to talk about a nightmare that I, uh, a reoccurring one, still have it every once in a while. I think it was about six, seven years old. My dad brought home this deer that he had killed. He had the head mounted on the wall. I don't know why this got into my head, but I was always afraid. Like when my parents are away, I'd have these nightmares, which led to real life fears as well, too, of this deer. Jumping out of the wall, being fully intact, because right now it's just his head showing, and the deer comes after me and kills me because my dad killed him. He's wanting to come after me in, in exact revenge. That deer haunted me every night of my childhood. Never would stay out in the living room because I was afraid that that deer was gunning for me. Because my dad took him out. I mean, why not? I think it's a I think it's a legitimate fear to have, especially when you're a kid, especially when you're having that same exact dream every single damn night. Yes. When my parents went to bed, I went to bed because I didn't want to be alone with that goddamn deer head there. Uh, another dream that people have all the time is losing their teeth. Losing their teeth. I, I don't know what that represents. I've heard that, like, you're afraid you're going to die, uh, maybe a death in the family, whatever it may be, that your teeth falling out. Now, we've all had those ones, and it sucks. Sucks out loud when you have that dream where you're falling, and then when you hit the ground, you just, ah, oh, my God. Pretty goddamn scary if you think about it, when you just get woken up out of a deep, deep sleep. Get woke, son. Uh, but the, <laughs> the falling, the, the falling that he just mentioned, uh, I definitely have those. But I don't think I hit the ground. It's right before you hit the ground because I've heard this old wives' tale urban legend that if you die in your dream, you die. Yeah, because they well, propose well, that in a bunch of movies and shit. Well, but, no, because sometimes your body reacts a certain way. Where like, if you were to actually hit the ground in your dream, your body might shut like, down. Yeah, like your it, organs might think that it happened, right? Yeah, or your brain might. I don't know. It, That's a weird thing because of how much your body attaches to the mind in this dream state. It's I'm not dying. To, I'm not dying to find out. <laughs> you see what I did there? I like that. I'm not dying yeah, to no, find out. I, keep explaining it, John. I but it, lost me. It creates a sense of Stop urgency. Stop stealing my job, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're here for the facts, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Keep it straight. But I'm... Uh, yeah, no. And I mean, the he had that reoccurring dream about the deer. Yeah, that's and, a crazy... By the way, that was a crazy dream. Do you have any... Like, I, anything that's like weird. That? I was going to say I don't... I don't think I have any recurring dreams, but again, I, maybe I do and I don't remember. Nothing happens over and over again in, uh, in your... No, Damn, not really. That's no. crazy. I, I have this one, but it's like, 
I don't feel like. Do wet it, dreams count? Because <laughs> that's the same thing happening over and over. It's just a, kidding. I don't have a lot. You're soaked. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. No, there's. I mean, did you have those as a kid now that we brought it up? Wet dreams? Yeah. Uh, two or three. Yeah, in not, my past. not a lot, right? But yeah. I've had some as an adult, too, though, which is weird. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, and not recently, you, like a month ago. Wiley, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, I mean, only when I was 39. No, but no, I like, as an adult, like definitely in my 20s and, and then, not 20s, but one time maybe in my 20s and then maybe in, once in my 30s too even. You're a wily Pete and son of a bitch, aren't you? I, mm. The dreams were good. Those mm. I remembered. <laughs> Those I remembered. No, there's a, this one dream that would always happen and I definitely remember it because it still happens sometimes, but it's not like a standalone dream because... I'll have other dreams after that one because it's like an intro to my my dreamland or something. I don't intro, know what the fuck. Intro to dreamland. Dude, this, okay. So that's, I'm in like this. the worst album ever. I'm literally all the time and I fall for it every single time. I don't even know I'm in a dream. I'm that dumb. But I'm in a parking garage and I'm looking for my car and there's literally like maybe three in the whole lot. And I'm looking around and there's a guy at the other end of the parking garage and he's like, take the red pill. He's like saying, follow me. <laughs> take the blue pill and stay where you are. And he's saying Never something like car. unintelligible. I don't know what he's trying to tell me. So I, I, I'm like, saying, your car's totaled. It's at the lot. <laughs> you <laughs> Go get your shit out of it. Son of a <laughs> That's what he's saying. It's just muffled. He's got a mask on. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So he's saying something. So I'm like, what, what? And I start walking a little closer, but like, I never get any closer to him. I'm, I, I oh, start walking weird. towards him and I'm never getting closer, but like I'm passing parking spaces and I'm in this garage. And then like, <laughs> as I'm getting closer, the nonsense gets louder. But okay. it's, it's not, it's not making so any sense. This sounds like you watched too much, too many Seinfeld episodes. And then when I introduced you to that Jamiroquai video, it's a mix of the two. You're <laughs> walking know. on a never ending treadmill in a parking garage and can't find your car. Is Kramer there carrying a box and air conditioner calling <laughs> black people the N word. See, I don't know. It, it See, even, those are details you don't remember. What was weird is like, because now I think it's that I'm looking for my car, but I, because I used to have this dream also when I was like 12, 13. So I think before I was just like in a room that I didn't know what it was, but weird. there was like, it was like, the they went all the way down to the back and the, the roof was nice and low, like a parking garage. That's right. why I say that. Weird. But, and then, and I, so I, as I get closer, the, it just gets louder and louder until that dream is done, you know? Wow. And, then, and then the dream is just over, and I never get that. And you can't guy. go back to you can't close your eyes and go back to sleep and continue it. No, and, uh, or continue that walk to that guy. Yeah, or something. I, I can't imagine how loud it is around him. That is, or oh, when I get over there, so weird. That is like a like a dr- a dream sequence in a movie, like like a, a weird, eerie dream sequence. And when you have these recurring ones like that, it's like your brain's clearly trying to tell you something. What is the symbolism of it? Right. Like, and that's right? what dreams are. It's all symbols, right? That's well, what some people say. And like the the teeth falling out. That I've heard that before. It's specifically, I think it means it definitely people say it means something i don't know what i don't remember what that is but i've never had that that sounds eerie it happens to me uh, it's two or three times so when tuttle said that i was like holy shit ironically both times you had a wet dream (laughs) (laughs) not just your teeth came out that night (laughs) oh this old grandma was sucking the gill white drop gilf was uh, gross gumming me hard oh my god it wasn't my teeth that fell out it was hers Um, they didn't fall out. You took them out. Nah, Put right. them in a cup beside the bed. <laughs> Did your business. <laughs> God damn it. Back to Tuttle. We're worse than him. Yeah. Now, if we're talking nightmares and stuff, I had a big problem with Freddy Krueger back in the day as well, too. I now, now looking back on it, those movies were an absolute fucking joke. Those uh, Freddy Krueger movies, because the lines that he would say were the corniest damn things that you would ever hear. In a million years. 
Another dream that people have quite often, and maybe I'm the only one, being back in school. Being back in school, uh, no matter what you did, uh, you you couldn't get your homework turned in. You were failing. You were worried that your parents were going to be mad at you. I don't know if I'm the only one that has that at all. Now, I used to have it when I would have dreams about running the board at Real Radio 104.1 when I was the board up. And no matter what I did, somebody cursed. I didn't hit the I didn't hit the dump button uh, in time. Uh, I I missed the commercial spot. One didn't play. I fucked up the weather. Everything that I was doing was absolutely failing. And we all have those work related g- uh, dreams where we are in the weeds. You know, like I I learned that term from Drew Garabo uh, because he was big in. Uh, the uh, hospitality industry, being in the weeds. I always thought that was a cool saying. But yes, work is definitely a dream that uh, is reoccurring for people. Ah, uh, yes, good old work jeans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, in the hospitality got... industry, you have to wear your work jeans in case you get into the work weeds. <laughs> but uh, no, work dreams. Um, I've. It, it's funny he brings up uh, running the board at the radio station. That's something I've specifically heard C Lane and Sabrina say before. That you know from the news junkie that uh, they've that's a nightmare they have. Well, there's definitely yeah, there's definitely there's a lot of pressure on that. I feel like like a fact to the um, yeah, like people feeling pressure for one reason or another, and then that pressure or what they're worried about being conveyed in their dreams or nightmares. If it's at that point, it's got to be a nightmare. If it's something that you're worried about happening. And it does. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, work things can suck. be nightmares, you know? A lot of people have those, you know, the what's a stereotypical dream? You, like, go to school or work naked or something, you know? Like, that's, yeah. that's definitely kind of that's the dream, but it's also kind of a nightmare because it's fucking anxiety-ridden. I had this one stupid one that was giving me all kinds of anxiety where it was like, because I don't even do stand-up comedy, so I don't know where it came from. <laughs> but I went to this, I was at this comedy show at this thing, drinking, having a good time, and they told me that I was, like, two people away from going up, and I didn't have material. <laughs> You're up in two. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got a tight ten. You're like, well, I got a tight zero. I'm like, who put my name on the list? You're like, knock, knock. That's all I got. So, yeah, exactly. I was all trying to come up with jokes, and the jokes I come up with are like from celebrities and like ripoff jokes. So, I and I know that the people are going to catch it, and I'm panicking. So, I like scratch those jokes, and then it's my, it's I'm the next person that goes up. And then finally, when it's my turn, I wake up. <laughs> Weird. And it's like, but you said you remember like walking through the crowd towards the stage, but yeah. you don't make the stage. No. See, then what if you make the stage? Then do you die? I don't know. <laughs> Do you yeah. die in real life when you bomb right? when you bomb in your dream? It's like a mental version of falling to your death. <laughs> you wake up, it's Hiroshima. <laughs> Shit. I shouldn't have gone on stage. Um, Bombed yeah. hard. Uh should we let him continue? Yeah. Or or finish out, actually. Yeah, yeah. Finish oh, it this out, is, Tuds. This is a short one this week. It is. Oh. It's as if we were rushed. That's his fault. We didn't have three weeks. It's his fault, not ours. <laughs> but a lot of people don't realize that dreams are very, very important. It is how your body releases the toxins that build up in your muscle or in your brain tissue every single day. That's why sleep is so important for people. Even bad dreams are good. They are because you are kind of just like shuffling through everything that's happened to you through the day, maybe your fears and stuff, and, and getting a good night's rest is exactly what is needed. Unlike myself that maybe gets only about four hours of sleep a night, Yes, it sucks. Maybe that's why I'm having all the mental issues that I have had. But guys, appreciate it. I know this is a shorter one. I want to thank John and Chris for having me on uh, again. They need to get out to the Hobo Fish Camp before I'm out on my ass. And uh, they can't come anymore. So, guys, 
Hope you guys have a great day, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Tuttle. And I, I mean, he did acknowledge that it was a short one this yes, week. So yes, I'm good. glad. Yeah, we had mentioned it also, but yes. No, but we always appreciate it. That was a good one about dreams and nightmares and uh, some good perspective. And we got to hear about what goes on in the mind of Tuttle. <laughs> Another glimpse into the mind of Tuttle. Which is scary. We when we, when we sent that. the topic, that was a scary topic. To uh, yeah, yeah. Well, who knows what he's going to bring? But he actually brought some kind of facts. I don't know how factual they are, but whatever. He's, they're his facts, not our facts. That's why you have a disclaimer. But uh, yeah, we will come see you soon, Tuds. Um, we are kind of holding out for a better venue, though. Like, get out of the hobo fish camp. <laughs> get thrown out <laughs> on our ass. We'll, we'll come see you at the uh, hobo overpass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the actual hobo lifestyle. And maybe living in the woods. And then like uh, you can get yourself some jeans. To work ju- jeans and home jeans. <laughs> well, when you work from home, <laughs> your outfits all work, right? Yeah. We, I love it. Uh, I'll send a pair of jeans to Drew Garabo. <laughs> get that going. That would be really hospitable of you, as if you were in the hospitality yeah. industry. And then take a dump in those. Smoke some in the weeds. Or no, he was talking and about then, the dump button. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even know what you were tying that one Take in. a dump on that. Oh, all right. Well, um, as we always do after a Tuttle segment, we need a break. I really do. I'm I getting a, a little weird. for it going into it. What do we have? Tom Petty, Running Down a Dream. Oh, isn't that a, that's so appropriate? Isn't that themed? I do like that. It's as okay. if I put forethought into this. We'll uh, we'll be right back. This is episode one hundred sixty nine of Funny to Informing. One sixty nine.
Welcome back to Funny Crew Informing, episode 169. I'm John. That is Chris Pizza, Pies, and Barrett Coleman. 169. Uh, <laughs> just the 169. Just once. You can't? No. Yeah. Everybody but gets you, one. Is that what it is? You'll try anything one. 69. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did think about uh, when we realized it was 169, I thought back to, do you remember episode 69, John Hannon? Barely. Yeah? Do you remember the what we did, though? We, we switched it. We oh, flipped. We flip-flopped, yeah. and I hosted and interviewed you. That's right. Yeah, I did, that's I, what we did. We recorded at uh, the old the old condo. That was a cool spot. Oh yeah, with that yeah. dope chair. Yeah, you yeah, had. yeah. The chair you love so much. I and love that chair. I would lay chair. on the couch, kind of like how I was laying on this couch earlier when we started. But uh, yeah, and then oh, I had an idea for what we could do. Oh, I, my idea for one sixty nine. It's too late to do it now, but was do everything in reverse. Do bold print only. Digi hears. You know, oh. just do it. Yeah. Yep. And then end it on bullshit. That would have been <laughs> different. Then, yeah. Well, may, hey, two sixty nine. Maybe ninety six. Two sixty nine. <laughs> oh. Always forget. Yeah. That's yep. I think that's how that goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. And um. Yeah. That was running down a dream we played in the middle, but uh, working on a mystery from Tom Petty. Never would come to me. Yeah. I I like a lot of Tom Petty songs. I love Tom Petty songs. That's one of my favorite. The fucking guitar riff in that is just is iconic. Dude. I never it's go. So, I never, such a riding song, dude. You put that in in your car when you're on a road trip and just fucking go, dude. I, I never go out of my way to listen to him, but like I'm always glad when I do. And I mean, it was perfect. He's talking about running down a dream and the dream and nightmare segment that we had with Tuttle. And I wanted to say this because I was watching a TikTok literally like two or three oh, days yeah. ago. Yeah, you should Th- definitely bring this up. There's a famous account and there's like, you know, they get millions of views for some of their videos. The one video but... had 56 million views. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. And what's, like, what's her account's name if people want to check it out on the old uh, talk of tick? I will pull it up definitely right now. But um, yeah, so pretty much what made this account famous was that they would sleepwalk uh, or the the one lady does, you know, uh, some walking in her sleep, walking and talking, and they have a camera set up in their bedroom. Yeah, she knows she does this, yeah. so she, yeah. Okay, so it's all one word, uh, you know, all lowercase if it matters, but it's Selena Spooky Boo. <laughs> Selena Spooky Boo. So, Selena, C-E-L-I-N-A. Okay. Um, yeah, Spooky Boo. Uh, okay. So, and, I, and these videos are hilarious because they're all, they're, they're all in bra- uh, black and white, but still good yeah. quality. Yeah, it is good quality. It's like uh, paranormal activity, but hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, because I mean, it obviously is like a serious problem that I'm sure a lot of people have. Like, It scares who, me watching that shit. Because who knows? Like, the people could be sleepwalking and try to- Get a knife. Always kill you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe something. they're not even trying to hurt anybody, but if you pick up a knife and you're walking with it and you fall, and you stab yourself in the stomach. You know what I mean? And you bleed out while you're sleeping. Yeah. You die. That's, it's, so it's, it's fucking scary. You kind of have to like childproof your yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. If somebody's Which doing I that. don't think they did in this case. Like there was like little cuts where she was, I think, going up and down stairs. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. There was a little cutaway. You can't see the other room, but it says like going downstairs. Like the, you know, the little thing pops up the text. She comes up with like a basket of laundry. A basket of clothes. And then she has like a jar of mayonnaise and she's calling it salt and looking for a table and there's no table. Yeah. She is. Yeah. It's weird. She's, her husband's just laughing and also contemplating suicide in the corner. Because <laughs> this is his life now. You're partially like scared. You got to stay awake. You can't go to sleep when your wife is over there acting wild. Sleepwalk wife, sleepwalk life. You have to, as they say. You have to take care of her. So you have to, you can't sleep as much as, I don't Hell know. Hell no. Does she feel like she's getting sleep? Like, is that getting exactly. rest when you're running around That can't the house? be restful sleep. Like <laughs> Tuttle was talking about. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Because she's just like, she's flicking off like nobody. Just like the yeah. other side of the room. She's yeah. flicking people off. That's and, why it's like paranormal activity. Like, what is this bitch seeing? Yeah. Maybe all that, maybe all that, that footage was just 
people sleepwalking. Telling like a duck to shush. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? What's going on? Oh, man. But I know that was a funny video. I know sometimes it's not so innocent like that. But yeah, it re- reminded me, you know, when we had this topic come up, because we picked this topic like two weeks ago or something. So I thought it was crazy yeah. that I came across that TikTok and it was, yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, well, it worked out like a dream. Yeah. Uh, should we get into the What's Up Doc, the I documentary? Watch the documentary. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's get into What's Up Doc. What's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. What's up, Doc? What's going on, Doctor? Hey, how are you, Doc? I've been seeing a lot Hello, of doctors. Oh, nurse. <laughs> yeah. I've been seeing too many doctors. Oh, lately. that's right. John's, yeah, John's really like, what's up, Doc? Like, how fucked up is my back? Yeah. How'd that MRI come out, Doc? <laughs> yeah. And I've been watching a lot of scrubs. So it all comes full circle. But uh, this is What's Up, Doc, the segment in which I review a recently viewed documentary and try not to spoil it. And uh, that's going to kind of be the case here. But there's. I mean, I kind of spoil There's no like, again, it's hard to spoil a documentary. I love that that's the tagline going into these, but I say it every time now. It's like, the doc is what the doc is, bro. I'd like to think that people would still want to watch it, though. I, yeah. A, I mean, talking I want about people it, to watch it. Yeah, no, I want people to watch it. These are, well, in most cases. Actually, I try to review them. Most times, it just turns out I like them. I think there's only been one, the uh, the clown one, where I was like, meh, total letdown. The, the Shaky the Clown, or what was his name? Wrinkles? Wrinkles the Clown. Shaky. <laughs> whatever, whatever it was. Stumbles the Clown, or whatever the fuck that weird dude's name was. But yeah, that one let me down. But this one was really good. I, I Another I highly recommend, um, especially if you're into wrestling. This is uh, it's on Hulu, I think exclusively, and uh, it's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Whoa. What's, what's the tie-in there? You, know the, you don't know the tie-in of wrestling and David Arquette? No. We, it kind of came up a little bit. We discussed it quickly with Sid Vicious in our interview with Sid Vicious. You can go back and listen Did to that. Did we really? That was a really cool interview. Super proud of that. But uh, yes, we br- I brought it up because I watched the movie Ready to Rumble, which came out in 2000. And it's uh, a wrestling movie starring like DDP and all these popular wrestlers of, of, of that era. And David Arquette is the star of the movie. And David Arquette, do you know? Do you know him from anything else? What do you know, David Arquette from? Oh, uh, Scream! Scream! Scream. All the screams, like all the screams. Um, You know, I mean, he married Courtney Cox, yes, from Friends. So he was in Friends, and like you know, that's right. He was in Friends a little here and there. I I think they they met on the set of Scream. I'd imagine. uh, It's funny. She breaks it down in this in this documentary because they talk to his current wife. Who, by the way, it's weird. His current wife. I was like, when I saw her, they cut in, and he's in the kitchen talking to his wife. And I was like, who, by the way, produced this documentary? Really cool. And she did a great job because she's, I guess, new into producing and shit. But uh, she, uh, it, it shows them in the kitchen. And I immediately say, wow, Courtney Cox looks fucking great. I thought she was looking older than that. And then I realized, no, that's his new wife who just looks like a traded in younger model of Courtney Cox. Oh, like Courtney Cox at her hottest. For real? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, but I mean, they've been together years and years. Um, Courtney yeah. Cox has a lot of plastic surgery. She's like really. Yeah, this is in like 2019 only, now. So it's a couple years yeah. old at this point. When She's only like half from. human now. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. But they tell you, it's funny. She breaks it down because they talk to his current wife and then they talk to her because he still has he, he has a kid with 
Courtney. He has one kid with Courtney and two kids with his current wife. And um, and again, they it's about his you know it's all about him making a comeback into wrestling. And at one point, they're talking to Courtney and they're talking about their history. And she says, "We met on Scream One. We married on Scream Two. We the uh, we met." on screen one we went out on screen two we married on screen three and we divorced on screen four or whatever it was something very similar to that timeline and that's how that shit worked out it's like a very like, weird like categories to a hurricane or something yeah, or, and uh, you when you're in the fourth, or even a hurricane you're in the fourth you're in the t- <laughs> <laughs> you fucker i'm on a stage zero hurricane john okay so to fuck up <laughs> with your stage four over there yeah and then you meet another girl and you gotta start all, oh, all over again but yeah so uh, it's it's a it's back in those days in 2000 when he did ready to rumble the WCW at the time, that's who, yeah, it was that company. So, like, I think they had, like, Booker T, and they had, like, some of these names back oh, then. Oh, yeah. Um, they uh, they let him, it was run by Eric Bischoff at the time. Yeah, with Scott Hall and all those okay, motherfuckers. Okay, so Eric Bischoff was running this motherfucker, and they agreed to let David Arquette come in to help promote Ready to Rumble, which starred a bunch of their wrestlers and shit. That is weird. And they let him come in, and they wrote him into the story, because that's how wrestling is. Because it's, as it's funny, because it really goes over the realness and the fakeness of it. Like, the fakeness of the stories and the outcomes of the match, but the realness of what they're putting their bodies through to get the shit done. Like, oh, yeah. Ask uh, Hulk Hogan, and it's like... Any of these it's fucking like guys. like seven back you surgeries. Ask, ask David Arquette after filming this fucking this documentary of him coming back into wrestling. He gets beat the fuck up, I did dude. not know that he was so, involved in that at all. Well, this is his Ever. big. This is the big. This is the big hangup with true wrestling fans. Is when he came in back in two thousand, they wrote him into like two episodes, and within two or three episodes that he was in, he was he won the match and was awarded the fucking belt. So he was a WCW champion of the world in two thousand. That is so dumb. And wrestling fans are like, fuck Dave. They hate David Arquette of course. because of this. And so part That's of this so is him earning his keep. Now he wants to now come back and really earn his keep and not just come into it as a Hollywood dude. He wants to learn the wrestling and fucking earn his shit. Yeah. Well, you and can't just come back and just and suddenly win. You know no, exactly, it, and that's why people hate no. him, and he understands that. And I like that he understands it. And in the beginning, it's kind of he. It's it starts out rough, man. It starts out really sad, to be honest. Like a sad portrait of David Arquette and his life, and where he's at right now, and like what he's. You know, it, it just when he talks about wanting to get back into wrestling, there's this whole scene shot on a horseback, and he's wearing this robe that he bought for his wrestling character, and he's all like fucking pudgy and out of shape, and he's sitting on this horse, and just the way that it's shot, dude, is so sad. Like the sun <laughs> setting behind him, and his tits and belly just flopping out while he's in this weird magician oh. robe on a horseback, talking about with with a voiceover talking about how I'm gonna work my way back. They haven't seen no. my moves. So and there's and, all and, this and movement, and I really I have like no I have like no hope for him. I'm like, but it's still early on. So I'm <laughs> like, know. well, it's still early. So maybe there's time. And, but I'm like, there's, this is sad. I think this is going to be a sad documentary, but it does swerve. And it honestly, again, without spoiling it ends on a really high note. And, uh, I, 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 it's fucking great, dude. No, that's cool. And maybe that's the reason why they were so careful with, um, there's, was a recent comeback. Cause I don't watch wrestling that much anymore. I, you know, so I don't, I don't pay I'm too not much a fan myself, but, but this was very interesting and I've, I very yeah, much enjoyed and it. I freaked the fuck out last year at the Royal rumble when edge came back. He, he, like, if anybody knows his story, he's had like multiple back surgeries. Oh, he's re-injured from himself. All that like guitar playing for you too. <laughs> <laughs> so he was not even supposed to wrestle anymore. And then he came back. I think he was shocked just as much as like the crowd was like that. He was actually back doing this shit again. And then, 
when he entered the Royal Rumble this year again because okay. he, he hurt his back in the middle of last year again. You know, like it's just a reoccurring injury for him. So they were like, damn, he came back, like had a crazy triumphant return. Right. Didn't win, but, right. you know, right. but and then he re injured himself. So they're like, fuck. And then he was in the Royal Rumble. He was entry number one this year okay. out of 30 wrestlers. So he started off the very beginning of the night right. went through all 30 wrestlers and they gave him the win so that he's going to WrestleMania to fight for the championship or whatever. Oh, that's cool. But there was like that slow build of like, okay, so he lost the first time. We'll see that. And here's the thing. He's Da-da-da. a true wrestler with a, uh, a pedigree and a history. So they g- oh. gave him, they gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. With David Arquette, obviously he has to work his way back up. They're not giving him any, but it, it, dude, there's a scene, there's a couple scenes, dude. There's one in which he goes to this backyard wrestling and they pretty much, the kids that are doing it like set him up because again they don't like him and he goes to this weird like autograph signing and he's got like his own like he's got headshots of his stupid wrestling character it was terrible like a magician dude his like El Magico or something it was fucking <laughs> bad dude it was really bad it almost seems set up it's so bad and he's oh, sitting no. at the table and nobody is talking to him everybody is going around his table at this fucking convention and it's like a shitty ass convention in like a GameStop or something it's terrible oh, it's, it's sad and I'm like this is gonna be bad but again it ends on a high note and good for David Arquette and it does it gets really brutal he gets invited to this backyard wrestling and they literally they're like telling the cameraman while he's away getting dressed in the driveway they're like oh just get into your outfit right here in the driveway there's nowhere to get dressed and uh and they're like yeah we're going to teach him a lesson about coming in with you know with no history yeah, and, well, yeah. And what he did to the sport edge is a hall of famer david arquette, david arquette is, arquette is, is a nobody guy. and that's what people that's what everybody thinks thought or thinks and but he he tra- he turns it around even uh even that backyard wrestling stuff that's brutal that's brutal that's horrible stuff did you see the one where the guy like turns he, it's a bigger guy but he jumps off the top turnbuckle and you know you were talking about with we were interviewing sid vicious yeah and he broke his leg pretty badly the one time he but, came off the top turnbuckle and because he, he was not a high flyer and he did not want to yeah. be a high flyer and this one fat guy in this was backyard, it Bischoff that pushed him into doing that i think so Holy i think it was shit, him because he was trying to talk him out of it that's crazy uh and then this guy you know like this fatter gentleman in backyard wrestling like fatter jumped gentleman. off the turnbuckle this big old piece of shit he landed on both of his legs and like oh his, and they flamingoed yeah his knees they flamingoed forward. they ostriched oh that was the that was the point of my nightmare the Dude. other night it wasn't ostriches it was fat wrestlers coming off the top turnbuckle Bro, flamingo oh, leg no. that was yeah it was fucking oh that hurts my knees right now <laughs> yeah oh, can you, you imagine what his MRIs look like John Hannon you want to talk about bone break bad big bad bone break big bad bone breaking that's wow that's a throwback right there oh dude that's rough okay oh I wanted to tell you because I did watch a documentary but there really is not much to talk about but I watched the the Greta one Greta Thunberg Greta Greta I, <laughs> the weirdest thing to me is I like in the advertisement she's like she says her name two different ways because she's like I'm Greta Thunberg and you can check out my documentary I am Greta right. on Hulu <laughs> it's available now why did it's that's like, a what? redundant thing anyway I'm Greta Thunberg and you can watch my why don't you why not just uh, watch my documentary well bitch we know who you are it's your documentary and it's titled your name <laughs> wow way to repeat repeat I would be fucking up my I am Hulu on Greta <laughs> documentary <laughs> fuck <laughs> Greta Thunberg <at> the <laughs> yeah but it was okay it was a little slow was moving. it preachy but it was all it was all kind of like the scenes from her on that weird boat looked pretty cool some of that looked intense yeah the way that it was, was shot that's um that was i guess the moments leading up to her big speech in manhattan yeah or in at new the york world yeah like the how dare climate you climate conference or whatever it how, was yeah how dare you how do this? dare you adults fuck up my world yeah i'm supposed to be getting education and instead i'm yelling at you all <laughs> so i mean and scathing i scathing guess little girl i guess she was kind of going viral a little bit before 
that speech because that's where I know her from is the how dare you stuff. Yeah, that's but, where I knew her from. But yeah. I, I guess like in her country, in I'm sure people in the know. Maybe, in, right? in Sweden, she was like on a hundred, oh, she's fucking huge at IKEA. She bro. was on she a cannot sh- walk through an IKEA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mainly because it's confusing, but secondly <laughs> because she's swarmed. You have the exit sign over there, <laughs> but it's over here. It's a big loop. It's uh, fuck. Why are they pointing at each other? Ah, who lives in a 400 square foot uh, house? This yeah. is weird. Wait, so like she went on this strike and it got a lot of attention, and then that's when she started like getting a little bit of pub- publicity and. Uh, meeting like world leaders from france and stuff so i didn't know any of that you know leading up to the how dare you how dare you speech uh and then she was on that boat and she was on that boat for a little while so she was cranky as fuck and then she got off of it it. and then that's why she's like so emotional is because like she's hungry she's fresh off that boat she's fresh off the boat like Like, i'm fresh off the boat yeah it's very very salty air i'm hangry i how dare you (laughs) i feel in my future no, but it is a good documentary. She does. She almost sounds like the Swedish chef. She. American, American, American. Yeah. <laughs> People kind of like shit on her, and the documentary points it out a little bit. Like, they kind of generalize her, or like, oh, these little girls always try to tell us what to do or think it's so easy, blah, blah. But she actually knows a lot of shit. She's like, she has. Oh, as- she's very smart. She has like ADD or like Asperger's, Asperger's. to the point. To the point where hamburgers, all the burgers. She's focused, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so she's hyper focused on that one thing, which is why she's so knowledgeable on it. Yeah, she absolutely. Is, she is super smart. I'm not going to say that it's just a dumb girl being like it's up for a publicity stunt. Right. I think people shoot her down because a she's a girl and b she's young. Um, so they think she can't be educated on something. But when you're super hyper focused on one thing and you spend out your every waking moment on that, you can know way more than an adult. Yeah, yeah, because I think she's taking advantage of the opportunity because I think she gets invited to these things for the publicity stunt. Not not because she is doing the stunt, right, right. but like the, the, the meeting wants to get more eyes on it. You yeah, know, absolutely. Or, so they be stunting and They be her. stunting, publicity stunting. Stunting on my girl Greta or Greta. However, you want to stunt on my daughter. I don't know. But it is on my daughter. It is a good documentary. Um, you know, it wasn't. Uh, it was an easy watch. I mean, uh, you didn't have to pay attention to it too hard. But like some of it is in their language, so like oh, read so the captions. subtitles, right? Yeah, Flergenbergenspergen, IKEA. Should we do the uh, the did you hear some yeah, of the we stories? Can break into some digis before we get into that. I say we mentioned quickly that we had on the part as part of our really entire show last show we had one sixty eight. Um, one of our digis and bold prints or whatever was about old Dustin Diamond. Oh yeah. And rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. He yeah. died this week after, I think, like three weeks. That's it. Just battling cancer for like three weeks, dude. He only had that much knowledge. It happened fast. It was so Do fast. Do you have anything you want to apologize for? <laughs> I mean, said, come on, maybe? man. I don't know. I wasn't brutal. Like, I just made jokes as to why he could have gotten it. Like, because it is you a mystery. What? He didn't smoke. Yeah. I don't think I was super crass towards him. I'm a fan of that guy. Are I, you kidding I, me? You know what? I bet you I feel like he would have appreciated those jokes. Like, the Saved by the Bell so. references. I mean, thank the, you. I would have hoped whatever. so. I mean, yeah. and, and, and God willing, I hope he ate some Lisa Turtle <laughs> soup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the uh, Digi Hears and some of the news for the week. Did you hear that? Clicking on that. 
all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear? Did you hear? I wanted to hold the note. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Like Kenny G holding the G note for like 43 minutes. Oh, my God. He set the record back in the day. <laughs> but it was on a saxophone, not his voice. That's I, I mean, hard either way. Cyclical breathing, sir. Hey, That's what Kenny, they call that. Kenny G makes me hard. <laughs> Um, okay, so Kenny G hits my G's. Do you want to <laughs> go first? I'll kick it off. Did you hear Casey Anthony spearheading documentary about daughter's murder case? What is with this bitch? I know. Well, it was another Casey Anthony headline. It popped out at me. I do. What was it? Last show? I had one. Yeah, or I had to uh, follow it up again. That or the one before? Yeah, it was very recently. Or both? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was just the one. But uh, yeah, well, this has a bunch of times. It's Casey Anthony. It's it's local tie-in, and then also, um, you know, following up my my other story and. Um, documentaries. I'm definitely going to watch this and report on it, right? What's yeah. up, Doc? Casey Anthony, Doc. That's what. She is like, she's throwing everything at the wall. She's and seeing whatever, green. Whatever she's seeing. Uh, no. Is it, is it making money. her money? Absolutely. You think so? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, I think she's producing it. So I know she's trying. It says, uh, Casey Anthony will mark the 10 year, by the way, 10 year anniversary of her acquittal. So the crime's older than that. By partnering up with a couple of producers for a documentary about her daughter's murder. Casey, along with producers... Uh, Tara Simmons and Ebony Porter Ike is currently developing a documentary about the notorious Florida versus Casey Anthony trial. She will be an executive producer for what? Yeah. So she'll be paid for what's being dubbed a quote authorized documentary in which Casey will offer her viewpoint of the gruesome death of her two year old Kaylee Anthony in 2008. I wonder if she's going to admit to like, or like, you know, speak to the part of like her going out into the clubs and stuff. I hope so. I don't know how hard they're going to grill her, but it does say here. um, Your baby's in your uh, trunk. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Uh, let's see. Casey and her co-producers say she's finally ready to clear her name, bring justice to her daughter, and begin the process of establishing her daughter's legacy in a different light, unquote. The producers claim, quote, many of the revelations will be shocking and will answer questions much of the nation has had since the trial. Remember, Casey did not take the stand. Uh, it seems so, like, yeah. I yeah. don't know. That's interesting. That is, I'm, my, my ears to the ground on that. It is going to have probably some revealing information or some stuff that hasn't you know been unknown or whatever. I'm is, interested. Is she going for like the statue of limitations thing? Um, like it's too late now? The st- or double jeopardy? Uh, statue of limitations is uh, is a guy doing this. You can't see it because it's audio. He's like, statute <laughs> of limitations. You contortionist. The two you. utes, your honor. On <laughs> uh, the statute. But yeah. Back to you in the studios, John Hannon. <laughs> two utes. Uh, did you hear... Uh, um, that after years of abuse allegations, an Iowa youth home is expected to close. Clorinda Academy was the subject of multiple investigations over recent years. Um, uh, Sequel Youth and Family Services run around 40 programs uh, for vulnerable youth children, like foster kids and you know people with disabilities, um, and one of them being Clorinda Academy. And uh, I guess it's closing because they're... they're Clorinda explains it all. Yeah, a teen uh, has accused them of... Um, uh, a teen and a, an employee of the place, uh, hmm. you know, supposedly had gotten caught up in relations. And, um, you know, ah. s- some children, uh, you know, as, as young as like 12, a 12-year-old 12 uh, enrolled there. And they charged $275 a person. But anyway, this uh, 12 years, <laughs> uh, 12-year-old, um, you know, got abused by one of the employees there um, and did not consent to anything. I don't know if the 16-year-old did, but... Either way, I mean, if they're if you're a minor, you know what the hell are you doing? You're taking advantage of kids. Uh, but yeah, two hundred seventy five dollars a day. That's expensive. Stay. What? That's a uh, the fuck. That's a luxury resort. You got me with sexual abuse. Don't go there. I know, but <laughs> they probably have a hot tub and it stay gets a clear, wild. Clorinda. 
Oh my! Now I'm saying, you, uh, yeah. Now I mean, fam. Right? It's a sequel. <laughs> yeah, this the sequel youth and family program. Yeah, um, that seems like the bigger conglomerate. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds like it's it's not like all of their programs. It sounds like it's just like Clarinda Academy exclusively. Yeah, um, that yeah. one and Iowa. I mean. They just stay it, clear of Iowa it, altogether. This Do you my, like tornadoes and corn? Yeah, this is my, Go to Iowa. my surprise face when I found out that Iowa is doing something weird like that. <laughs> like, I don't... Uh, I mean, that is... Uh, do, do, really? Is kind Iowa of synonymous with weirdness? It's I just of, think it's boring. It boring. No, I, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, if except they for said, that French city, Des Moines. If you told me there's incest in Iowa, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I believe it. Absolutely. It's like, it's like Alabama North. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, like, or Ohio, maybe. It's right next to that, isn't um, it? Okay, so back to you. Back to me in the studios. Did you hear three skiers missing after getting caught in, quote, large Colorado avalanche? So this story is a couple days old now. But uh, yeah, officials say four out of seven people in the group were caught, carried, and fully buried in the debris. <laughs> that rhymes. <laughs> I didn't mean to do oh. that. Uh, that also, uh, apparently... Yeah, the official in this case is Eminem. But um, yeah, yeah they're caught, carried, and fully buried in the debris. But one of them had been found. So okay, so there's three more that they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Search is underway. It's, it's coming to me too. There's three more that they're looking for. Can we first? Let's start out out the door. Oh God! So a search is underway for three skiers who went missing after a large avalanche struck a Colorado mountain, according to officials. Eminem. We already cleared that. A preliminary report from the Colorado Avalanche Information Center (CAIC). For sure. Oh, there's a division for this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Something probably, and it's pronounced avalanche, not hurricane. Um, it stated that the incident occurred on, uh, on this was back on the 1st of February and involved a group of seven backcountry skiers. The group was tra- traveling between the towns of Silverton and Ofer. Never heard of these. No, me neither. Near the area locally known as the Nose. When a large avalanche was triggered, avalanche. Northeast avalanche was facing, uh, northeast facing slope, uh, about 11,500 feet up. Yeah, that's, that's up there. So. Damn. And yeah. For, so they're still, as of this report, they were still looking for them three days later. In snowy environments, I feel like it's kind of easy to, like, kind of lose regard for your own life. Like, because you think that, like, oh, it's like soft you know fluffy snow so like if i fall on a snowboard i feel like that's where people break their legs the most is because you think you're going to have a soft fall and it's actually a lot harder and in the cold your joints are a little you know yeah for sure and then like you think that an avalanche is just like oh you're going to get whisked away by some snow because that's what it looks like from a distance you're in a wave of ice sir absolutely it is it's a wave of frozen fucking water and you think you're just going to like stay at the surface of it or everything no way no way you're hitting rocks the thing is you're totally disoriented because you go fucking ass over tea kettle ass over tea kettle ass over tea kettle so many times what and then you, you you're done if you live through it and you're just sitting there and everything's white what's up what's down you start digging which fucking way do you dig dude yeah and then you got to get air that's a scary whoa it's giving me anxiety talking about it that is and Ugh. like and because it's so cold you don't necessarily feel all the the shit your body's hitting but man yeah so apparently they had to call off the the uh the search due to uh considerable danger and hazardous conditions they're worried about more avalanches while they're out there searching through this avalanche wow so, yeah so, so it's not gonna it wouldn't not make it sounding any good i Bad hope luck. i hope they find any of those three um of back to you in the studio John Hannan. you hear a uh, singer phoebe um phoebe, phoebe buffet bridgers <laughs> such hits as smelly cat 
Yeah, uh, describes going to Marilyn Manson's house as a teen and allegations against the rocker Mount. So he's been getting crazy reports of you know um, sexual assault and abuse. Uh, Marilyn Manson's been... He's been in the news quite a lot lately. More than one girl, too. Um, you know. Yeah, well, that I didn't know about the Phoebe chick you're talking about. Um, the one that's really hit, that, that really dropped and hit the wire was Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood From was Westworld. One. Yeah, which is like, when you look back on his uh, his list of women, it's, wow, what? Wow. Well, they, they started, wow, they he's started, got some hot women that you're like, oh, wow. Marilyn Manson's getting that? Well, Evan Rachel Wood Chicks said... Chicks like weirdos, bro. <laughs> I mean, look, you got a hot girl. Explains it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a different kind of weird. Uh, yeah, you're no, yeah, you're no Marilyn Manson weird. There, yeah, it's not. It's not more as more of uns- a tw- Twiggy Ramirez weird. Less unsettling. But, but I mean, I guess they were talking before she was an, an adult when she was still a minor. Okay. Which, by the way, creepy. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I had so many sexual allegations uh, in my news this week. Oh yeah, a lot between of abuse the, going on between the but, Iowa House and this Marilyn. He's Manson. been all over the news this week. Uh, a couple of just on top of that, um, I guess his. Uh, the day after Evan Rachel Wood broke the news on probably Twitter, I think is where she broke it. Um, but it went, you know, obviously viral. The police were called to his house by a close friend because they were suicide. They were afraid he was going to commit suicide. They did a welfare check. They were like swarmed his house. Like they they went. It's crazy what what they'll do for celebrities. Like a normal welfare check, they'll just knock on your fucking door. Are you okay? You know, or whatever. But they send like every fucking force out to his house. They'll probably have guns him. drawn on your welfare check. And uh, another big one I saw this week was. Um, this is a this is a big one. I think this one just popped off the other day. Actually, yeah, today as we record, um, uh, apparently Marilyn Manson reads angry ex's letter on stage years before the sexual abuse allegations. Wow, and it goes into some See, that's, of the, that's like he mental, did it as like theater. Yeah, he was doing it to abuse. be like it was. Yeah, well, but he's uh, let's see. It appears the letter was written by an ex girlfriend, though Manson did not reveal her name. He toyed with the crowd. Quote: Let's not assume this is written about me. Don't be prejudiced. Don't be racist towards me. He reads a line where she wrote, "He was so drunk he couldn't look her in the eye," and then ad libs, "Quote: It's starting to sound like me a little bit." He continues reading, I hope your show especially fails. I hope you trick every dumb girl into thinking they got the golden ticket. Manson then asks the crowd, do I need to read the rest? He crumples up the letter and begins the next song. Wow. That sucks. I mean, um, because I think it was when he was dating Evan Rachel Wood. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He was 36 and she was 19. Oh, really? When they publicly started dating. Well, because here's a picture of them in 07. And I was like, wow, she was so young back then. That's a 17 year He looks young too, but you can't tell because of his milky white makeup skin. I know. (laughs) I know. He just covers himself in a bunch of cream. And a creamy, creamy man. Yeah. uh, And supposedly there's reports that he had a rape room. Ooh. Um, uh, Phoebe Bridges was the one that said this. that. Okay. She, uh, has added to the allegations against rock star Marilyn Manson, saying he once pointed out a rape room at his home, um, which she visited as a teenager. Somebody else said, or on Twitter, I was a big fan. Uh, he referred to a room in his house as the rape room. I thought it was just his horrible frat boy sense of humor, and I instantly stopped being a fan. Um, and I guess it's like a real thing. Like, he actually... You know, creepy was making a joke, but knowing yeah. it wouldn't be taken <laughs> right. seriously. Like, Haha, my rape room. And then, yeah, and then what's funny to him is that he's being dead serious. For them, it's like 50 shades of cream, though. <laughs> it doesn't even get to gray. It's just white as fuck. <laughs> 50 pounds of makeup. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, back to you. Back to me. Did you hear this one touches my heart, especially? And I, my heart went a flutter as soon as I saw this come across my my screen on my phone, and I immediately saved it. I even texted our buddy Fritz because he the first person I think of when I see these headlines. And uh, did you hear alleged UFO sighting? Clear shots of the quote mothership on outskirts of L.A. 
No, I didn't hear about this. Um, actually, so yeah, they've got a they've got a picture here. Check it out, John. You can see for yourself. I mean, but, but they uh, always come out with this stuff. Well, they do, but this I'm taking extra credence to because a I want to. I love to believe these stories. They're out there. The truth is out there. Mulder and, and Scully. I a love you. I wanted to talk about this just because. Well, because I'm biased, and uh, and b um, they you know the CIA has declassified. We reported it on our show. Oh like, yeah, last year yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, about a potential UFO stuff before, but this one uh, it says let's see yeah and I wouldn't have shot these photos last Saturday while heading south on the 101 freeway just outside of Thousand Oaks as she was approaching. Westlake Village, which is like neighborhoods of LA. Um, and as you can see in this photo, she's like, there's a few cars underneath uh, the picture of the UFO. But what 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 gets me is, is uh, it says here, uh, the eyewitness says she shot three consecutive photos as quickly as she could. And as you can see, the unidentified object appears to have changed positions, both tilting ever so slightly and moving to a new spot in the sky. We're told this UFO was only visible for a few seconds before it literally vanished into thin air. We know far-fetched, right? That's what we thought too, but we've been assured these are not altered and they show what they show. We were skeptical, skeptical, thinking these could have been tweaked in Photoshop. We had one of our art gurus at TMZ take a closer look to see what she thought. And turns out it just says that this Photoshop whiz agrees they don't look like fakes. Um, she couldn't get the angle to match up exactly right, like I was telling John. Uh, she can go one degree to the left or right, and she couldn't get her her rendition of trying to make a copy of this exactly right, as well as they did a reverse image search on the pic in the photo, you know, which just pulls deep, deep pulls on the web, yeah. and saw nothing, no it's kind photos of, like, of this ever before. It's like this white... Um, white orb it's like cylindrical but not really like a like cylind- a saucer almost yeah kind of sort of uh, kind of tilted on its side so they, lights she, all around she it. took this picture inside her car yeah she was driving can we so that's why confirm, it's kind of blurry ish yeah do we know it wasn't bird poop on the windshield maybe maybe a bird just oh my god no because it changed a bird it changes positions oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it changes but i guess her camera fresh drippy. fuck you dude don't you dare no it's way deeper than that Probably, probably. <laughs> the truth is. is out there. Mulder and Scully confirmed. Back I mean, to you in the studio, John. Hammond. Yeah, I feel like that's an easy thing to debunk. This is it. real, and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? This is my last one. Um, Jennifer Lawrence was injured um, on a movie set. Um, I did hear this. Adam McKay's Don't Look Up. Oh, it was an Adam McKay movie. Yeah. So it's a comedy. Yeah. It's okay. A Netflix comedy. We, so. Oh, it's a Netflix deal. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't, I didn't know all these details. Okay. It should be coming out sooner rather than later then, I guess. Jennifer um, Lawrence, and it also has Timothy Chalamet, right? Timothy Chalamet. And it's a comedy. That's weird. Hey, there's a few heavy hitters in this. Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill. Whoa, whoa. Kate Blanchett. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, you had me at Lee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went, from, I went to six, six to noon. But what sucks is the um, production was temporarily suspended because of this accident. I guess there was a scene that um, there was supposed to be like kind of like a controlled glass break uh, with Timothy Chalamet. I think ah. Chalamet was in the the scene with her. And I blame him. I don't know if he got hurt. I don't think so. But Jennifer Lawrence did get a little hurt. I'm sure she's going to be just fine. Um, but it, you know, like with these actors, they have so much money and insurance that goes oh, into absolutely. these things. But I'm sure she'll be fine. How bad like how bad was the cut? Does it, did, it say? It doesn't sound like yeah, it's that bad. I'm sure she'll be fine. She could have got a nick, you know, and then a little bit of blood and they're like, Oh my God, J Law has been cut. They call, <laughs> they call her J Law. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. I know. It's yeah, uh, I don't get it. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> they be, but they're calling them minor injuries. Um but well, I mean it's it's, it's what no- happens when you volunteer yourself as tribute to the glass. Minor or not, it's enough to uh suspend Pretty major to me. Suspend the whole production. Yeah, yeah. right. Well if she's a key star, I guess that kind of is how the how that goes. That's true. I mean she's gonna go with like a cut on her face. 
and finish the movie. Finish the scene. Finish it, bitch. Just put a bunch of Marilyn Manson makeup on it. You're fine. Yeah. Just white it out. Just like he, I wear white out. <laughs> He's invested heavily in 3M white out. All of a sudden, the last 30 minutes of the movie, she has gauze wrapped around her fucking head. <laughs> oh, she's the weekend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh man. Oh well, I got. Uh, I was done. I had that was my last story. But uh, while we were sitting here talking, ironically, breaking related news came through on my phone, John. That always happens. It's weird, man. Like I said, I set my alerts. Uh, Brian Warner, aka Marilyn Manson, set to open an abused woman's home, and ironically, in Iowa. Oh no. Weird. Maybe he partnered with that people you were talking about. But <laughs> services are set to include weight loss, aka belittling of fat, and hair and nails, aka grooming. Luxury room amenities, including heated everything via gaslighting. Be sure and check out the Evan Rachel House in the Woods today. <laughs> okay. That's a weird yeah, update, but that's, that's a, how it came through hey, on the phone. If it happens, if it comes in, it comes in. You got to report I, on it. I'm just reporting the facts. Do do what you got to do. Um, okay, so now for bold print only, where the the headlines headlines that, that didn't make the show didn't make the show. <laughs> we uh, uh, I I only have a few. Um, I'll go first. I don't even know how many you have. I have we, so many. We just kind of some rifle. of them are just headlines. Yeah, yeah. The way we rifle through them, it's not even that big of a deal. Um, Cloris Leachman uh, over in the past week and a half or so died. Passed away at oh, 94. Cloris Leachman, forgot about her. Well, I'll tack on with yours. I got a bunch of celebrity deaths. Get, hit it, hit, hit uh, so, okay, another one who's near and dear to the show. For me personally, because I confuse Cicely Strong from SNL for her frequently, <laughs> rest in peace, Cicely Strong. No. Yeah, the old no. black actress. Yeah, she died She died this week. Are you serious? Along with uh, Christopher Plummer. Were you aware of that? Christopher Plummer, I did Christopher know Plummer, that. Christopher Plummer, he's 91. Uh, he was a kind of an icon. A lot of people really love that dude. And um, probably one of the biggest names in the bunch, Prince's White Dove Divinity, dead at 28. 28-year-old Dove. Wow. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Prince, That's crazy. Yeah, uh, the, one of Prince's um, interns uh, recorded it, and uh, this is what it sounds like when doves die. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more bold prints? <laughs> no, I got plenty more. That's, That's all my celebrity deaths. <laughs> That's my dove sound. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like doom, uh, doom, doom. Yeah, uh, doom, 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 doom. another headline. I didn't want to put it in the digi here's, but um, the Super Bowl um, that has wrapped up, and we have to wait another year for football now. But the COVID season of the NFL is done, and uh, congratulations to the Bucks for winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, whoever, fuck I mean, the Bucks. It's not easy, <laughs> regardless of what they've done, <laughs> how far they've come. Is it one of those like Tom Brady's on them? So fuck them. No, I'm a NFC South Atlanta Falcons fan, so fuck the Bucks. Oh, right. It's like you liking. Yeah, how do you feel about Dallas, John Hannon? That's true. Yeah, right? If Tom Brady played for Dallas, you wouldn't be a Dallas fan, no matter how good Tom Brady is. Yeah. Tom fucking Brady. I mean... What if Wentz went to Dallas? What would you do? Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'm not a big fan of Wentz anymore. Okay, who's your quarterback? Like, who's your... It'll be Wentz. No, but who's your, like, your guy? Like, who's your iconic quarterback for the Eagles that you think of? uh, Wait, oh, Donovan McNabb. McNabb? What if McNabb went to the fucking... The he did go to the Redskins. Oh, he did. Or the football the team. football team from Washington. <laughs> no, no. Watch yourself now. Let me not say Woo. that. <laughs> uh, but um, so yeah, congrats to American football stars who won the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit. But um, uh, on a related topic, I had a, a bold print that was uh, Tyreek Hill, um, from the Chiefs, uh, Super Bowl star, and now he's going to try and uh, try out. And get into track and field for the Summer Olympics. Yeah, speaking of the Super Bowl, I mean, that's really, I yeah. mean, he's fast enough. He's, he's good no, enough. He is fast. It says here he had, uh, I guess he was a track star in college and high school, uh, hence his speed. 
and uh, he had a uh, broke a 10 second 100 meter dash and also ran a 20.14 second 200 meter sprint. And we watched the video of that, and he is fucking he blew he's it five body links, 10 body links in front of the fucking all the other rest of the field. He could have turned around and started he's, running backwards he's a killer, halfway so through. I again, I don't care for football, but I mean, I always support our, our Americans competing in the Olympics, and that will be one I will be extra cheering if that happens. Yeah, you just got to make sure that, like, as so long Tyreek can make it up that hill. Oh, good. That's good. That's Took good. a whole lot of trying. I know. I don't. I don't hate it. I, it was good. <laughs> okay. It was good. Good. Respect. Respect. Um, uh, another headline I have: California's famed Highway One collapsed last week. I saw a picture of this. They yeah, say, that's the the PCH Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, they, it's beautiful. They, they say it's definitely supposed to happen again. I that, mean, if you see the photo, did you see the photo? Yeah, I, I mean, it's like it, it's a yeah. fucking cliffside. It looks like some shit in like South America. You'd be driving around a mountain, but yeah. it's gorgeous. Like, so I, I would love to drive it, but it's also hazardous. So as when fun. you hear that a landslide took out twenty three miles of the the highway, so it's going to be closed for a while. But twenty three miles of it got taken out because of a landslide. Landslide again, we not surprised. Story. You tell yeah, me about yeah, surprise face. You right? tell me about some abuse allegations in Iowa. Not shocked. Right. Now, the irony is would be if Fleetwood Mac was playing when it happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> you corny-ass <laughs> motherfucker. Not, not surprised. <laughs> um, another title I have. Uh, oh, man. More allegations? I don't even want to read oh, these no, anymore. I'm sick of this. Uh, two men who appeared on the Netflix um, docuseries Cheer. I haven't seen this one. Oh, I've heard about... Uh, I have heard of the show. I guess a Netflix docuseries Cheer. Uh, two men that appeared on it have been arrested and charged in separate... Sex crimes. I, okay, I think no. There was a there involving was, minors. There was yeah. No, there was a big dust up about this. I think Cheers no longer on Netflix because of this. I do remember hearing. I don't know if it. I think it was like the allegations, and now I think what you're reporting on is their arrests. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, so, but the allegations right. had come out, and I'd heard that's where I've heard of Cheer, and people were talking, you know, big negatives on. Wow, it. and it's, it's weird good. that it's weird that it's like two separate sex crimes. Yeah, it I mean, really it, is, right? It says a lot in uh, that the title. The team from Iowa, coached by Marilyn Manson, they were the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have one more. Okay. Um, oh, I'm glad I finished with this one because I'm... Do you want to finish I'm, with that and then I'll rifle through my quick ones? Yeah, I'm tired, cool. of, I'm tired of the sad stuff. Um, a, Cal- right. a California man lost his wallet. Uh, he, I think he was in the Navy or something um, from like a little blurb that I tried to see when I was looking at the title. Right. But he lost his wallet in Antarctica, in Antarctica 50, 53 years ago and it finally got returned to him. Really? Isn't that a nice... And they were like, there was no cash in it when I found it. it was, um, <laughs> of course not. Maybe 35 cents, which in the day... Could've... Oh, man, that would have bought him seven Nickelodeons. <laughs> I know, right? That could have kind of... math right? I don't know. Uh, but I got a bunch of quick ones we got to rifle through before I pack up and go to work. Uh, let's see. Elon Musk says Dogecoin could be the future of cryptocurrency. Uh, hilarious story out of all places, Florida. Defendant hits on judge in bail hearing. Hilariously strikes <laughs> out. I've got audio. Let's hear it real quick. Demetrius Lewis on page 26. I'm good. Just pulling in. How you doing? How you doing? All right, I'm good, sir. How are you? Judge, you are so gorgeous, the judge. I just have to tell you, you're gorgeous. Thank, thank you, Mr. Lewis. All right, Mr. All right, Mr. Lewis. Flattery will get you everywhere, but maybe not here. The, the court finds probable cause on count one. And that's pretty much it. Then oh, she went through his charges. That's pretty much it. It says, like, she shoots him down. I, I I feel like she, you saw her grin. She she appreciated that compliment. Yeah, I mean, it made her feel probably pretty good. Uh, Morgan said, Wallen, the country star, he's shut down. He is, he's is he been canceled. He oh, said I did the N-word recently. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, the, is, speaking of Elon Musk, his SpaceX had a crash this week uh, trying to, it was unmanned, it was a test, but it did fine on the way up. It was coming in trying to land. It belly flopped and fucking blew well, up. Well, that's, that's why you do the test. Uh, sadly, 
Coachella and Stagecoach uh, music festivals are canceled for 2021. Uh, in this, uh, attached to the Super Bowl stories, Budweiser joins Coke and Pepsi in sitting out the Super Bowl. Uh, they don't find it fitting to spend that money, and they're going to use the money they would spend on ads into COVID relief. So hey. good on them. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, Biden repeals Trump-era ban on transgender troops. So Okay. Yeah, and, then, and also in a little dust-up uh, that happened along with that, um, I guess SNL had a joke about that over the weekend in the weekend update on my, my boys, Michael Che, Michael Che had it. And he right. said, uh, you know, it's something about, uh, don't ask, don't talk. And fucking people were like, how insensitive. Oh God. And it's like, he wasn't, it was a stupid it's joke. Not, it was yeah. dumb. It wasn't, it wasn't. That's what he does. Literally one of his other jokes was, oh, a, a death, the, the death of the world's tallest dog died. And, uh, the, oh, ca- that was the cause of death ceiling fan. <laughs> That was, like, I laughed on. so hard at that. It was, that was a great funny. one. That was, was a great funny. one. But um, anyway. Okay. Uh, we are about to get out of here, and we can't thank you guys enough for listening. Support us. Facebook or Instagram.com slash 22informing. Patreon.com slash FTI. We're really trying to get stuff out uh, up there. I'm going to put the details of my accident yes. in, a, in a show Talk about some there. old interviews, too. We're yeah. going to some, get some stuff up there, for a sure. Few, a few things I really would prefer not to say on this show. Yeah. So, that's so follow us over there. Get the deets. Yeah. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. I'm John. That is Chris Pizza Pizer, Coleman, and Coleman. Tip your Super Bowl champions. I don't care. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Travel the world and the seas. Everybody's looking for something.